Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast of the best shows on TV. And I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And tonight we're hitting that Outsiders, a little gid gid ya. We're pretty excited. Uh, what was the, what was this, 109? 109. What's the, give me the director first. Oh, changing it up a little bit. I like shake it. it up, shake it up. Little Rosemary Rodriguez. Rosemary. Rosemary. In about two weeks, I'll be able to roll those R's for everyone. <laughs> and the title was Trust, right? Yep. Got a little trust in you. Trust. A little trust issue. So, uh, I kind of voiced a little opinion on social media, which, I was saw new that. For me, which was new for me. And it was somewhat of a little bit of a social experiment, but also, I was a little dismayed. You know, my, you know, I will have to admit it, my initial reaction to the show was not as positive as it has been for the previous eight episodes. No, I mean, was that just because, was it the story that was lacking for you, or was it a little bit of the characters that was It was definitely more character-driven. Um, you know, to give you a, a synopsis or a lamest term, is that I am just a huge Ryan Hirsch fan. Oh, you know, I mean, and he's one of the main reasons we started this it, podcast. To me, him and David Morris are the main reasons that I was like, this show is going to be good. Yeah. And, and David Morris is... Living he's up shot his, up. Yeah, he's living up to his potential and some. Uh, but Ryan Hurst, I mean, this is almost nine episodes who have steadily spiraling into the world of patheticness <laughs> that is driving me bananas. I mean, he's had, what, two good episodes? He's had two good scenes, maybe, throughout this entire Man, I'm show. I'm struggling. I'm struggling because, you know, and I will tell you this, what, um, at the Feral Territory fan site, um, this girl Krista, who is just amazing, uh, I would. I, they asked me, you know, well, how would I rate the show? And my, I told them my, my initial was like seven out of ten. Which I mean, man, it's still, it's still I, a great episode. All I know is I felt like I had a target on my back <laughs> when I got done putting this on social media. And she buzzed me back and told me that you know you got to leave Opie behind, and that made oh. so much sense. You yeah, know, when she said that, and I give her credit because. You know, Ryan Hurst, phenomenal actor. He was such a badass in Sons of Anarchy. And, you know, I just loved Opie as a character and like that. And that's the reason I've fallen in love with him. You know, remember the Titans, a few other stuff he's done. And and so when I see him, he looks just like the Sons of Anarchy character. I mean, he looks exactly like Opie, yeah. just he yeah. hasn't taken a shower in four no months. No shower, and he's got raccoon pelts on him and everything <laughs> else, which is not typical. But, you know... I saw where she'd come from, and so it does change things because he is a phenomenal actor. I mean, you really, basically, he, what he's doing on the show is great. I think it's just more of the expectations of the character. Yeah, you I mean, want him to be more than what he's doing and showing. We've wanted to be a lot more of a shaker and a mover. We've wanted him to make some power plays, as we're starting to see everyone else do. And he looks like he's just been hitting the feral line 24-7. It's been a it's, downward it's, spiral. It's tough, man. It is just tough because it's one of those things when, you know, I'm pretty much almost a fanboy of the show, you know, and I think we both kind of are. And I just feel like that when you when you reach that status, you know, it hurts being a podcast, but sometimes it can help. But it also hurts your expectations of the show. Yeah. And I think this is one of the few times I can say that my expectations hurt. The How overall, you viewed the show. This one episode for sure. And because every, every, like always, you know, the, it's been, it's very artistic the way they film it. The lighting is great. I mean, the, the story scenery. has moved at a good pace and everything like that. But I will say this episode, you know, when you think about episode nine out of a 13 arc, you do expect it to actually get to the boiling point. And I don't, we, you know, I thought we would at least be 
closing in on it and stuff. Exactly. I mean, I really felt strongly before the episode that we were finally going to have that turning point. I told a lot of people on social media, I was like, you know, I feel like this is it. I said, something's going to happen and we're going to roll into the last four episodes and it's going to escalate and we're finally going to see something, you know, really boil over. And, but it really didn't. It didn't. And I mean, like I was saying last week, the show is really good at building, building, building up, getting you ready, hyped, and all tense. And then when it comes to throw out the, throw down the cards, it's just like a pair. You know, we haven't had the big explosion that yeah. we've been craving for. Yeah, and I mean, and it might just wait until it's the season finale. I, I mean, I wonder if that's just how they're going to roll with this. You know, because don't get me wrong, the episode had some yeah. really good comical stuff. It had some really good in depth stuff. It did have a few spots that I was like. I cannot believe it turned that way. This episode was kind of strange. Guinevere was a lot of that throughout the entire one, episode. How how uh, Hassel's story ended out. How uh, how freaking yeah. Stash in his situation. Oh, man. So I mean, when we talk tonight, there's a lot of you know somebody left the door open. You know, the bottom line is is that nobody closed anything. No, and. You know, a few questions, like lingering questions that we've had since like the second and third episode were answered, but a whole lot of doors were open that we we're walking through. I'm like, huh? Yeah, exactly. This is where it's going? You know, and it's time to shut some doors and get to the main hallway and say, here we are. Now, here's the good versus evil. Here's the antagonist versus protagonist. You know, all these things and so on. I mean, and I we think- have not got to... Where is the coal dispute? Where is the road? I mean, we we did some stuff with some excavators and equipment, da da da, many episodes ago, but we're nowhere near what we, you know, the show setup is the problem is is that people were trying to get the ferals off the mountain. That hasn't been the problem for the last three or four episodes in my mind. Not really. Only by they the haven't done anything about people. it. Let's put it that way. No, I think part of the problem is everyone in the show is so freaking smart. Like everyone is playing the long game right now. Right. And like you see little details, Guinevere's playing the long game, Ace is playing the long game. He even came out and said it. Big Foster's the only one playing the short game, and that's gonna blow up in his face pretty soon. I mean, you're you're right on point. I mean, and I mean the witch. Episodes. Yeah, I mean the witch. I mean, God, she's so far ahead. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's no doubt. You know, um, you know, just, just to dive into the episode itself. You know, you start off. And you're immediately thinking, what's going to happen to Hassel? You know, yeah. stash. And, you know, where's stash? You know, and these are things you're expecting to have conclusions on and everything. Well, stash, all we got was, you know, don't get me wrong. I do like that we had the whole trippy dream kind of sequence, not knowing some things. Man, I, that was, I would, I, A, I was not expecting that. In the I was slightest. not at all. Not, I mean, completely out of left field. Absolutely loved and it. And Ken, I must say, Stash hit a great slam. That yeah. woman is the best looking <laughs> yeah, woman really, on this show. Let me tell you, for this small town in Kentucky. He found you a know, he What I like to say is he outpunted his coverage. You know what <laughs> I mean? And so, um, it's, it's a real travesty. Yeah, he lost that, his wife, you know. That, now I see where the painkillers, the <laughs> alcohol and everything's coming in. Oil-laced or not. Yeah. We know why my man's struggling now. I, you know? I forgive you, Stash. You like, know, what was crazy about that scene was is that, I don't know if a lot of people picked this up, you know, is that there was the whole scene when you had the two officers. By the way, we, we met a new officer. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations for um, joining the show yeah. out of Quick nowhere. Out of left field. <laughs> yeah, I was really. like, 
Um, I know we had a lot of police cars, but I haven't seen you all year. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Where were you up on the mountain? Exactly, you know. Uh, he had some R&R. But anyway, when they came down into the basement to find the cop car, yeah, th- there was a, the plaid dress was on a mannequin. For some reason, it just kind of stuck out to me. I was like, okay, does the sheriff have some kind of weird fetish with a mannequin down here? Oh, I didn't even see that. Okay, so it was the dress. And it was the same dress she, she, she was wearing in his dream. Ooh, that's a little... I was like, wah, wah, you know, you know, so I was kind of like, cool little detail. You know what I mean? That they went the extra mile there. But going back to the wife and his dad. You yeah. Know, and I, I was mean, very thrown off to have the dad in the God scene as well. Me, you know. Because we haven't heard anything about now, his parents. Yeah, I know. It was trippy. I loved it though. And then was they was there a wisecracking that he was making mac and cheese for second night in a row? I mean <laughs> eat your dinner and it's just a bowl of mac and cheese. Yeah. And not only that, but I mean Stash got four scoops of mac and cheese. Pops only got one. I mean, really? I mean you know. And where was Caleb throughout that scene was one of the main things I do, was. Do thinking we think about. this was pre Caleb? I don't do you I don't th- think that they would have gone pre Caleb. I'm with you. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Dad looked young. He did look young. You know, and, and St- so, but I mean, Stash was still his old self. Right. It was just him dreaming. Yeah. You know? So I, I'm kind of thinking maybe this was maybe pre Caleb. You know, things were great. There were no issues. No, whatever. You know. Yeah. Uh, but that's a great question. You know. I'm not positive. Either way it goes, I think the scene came out awesome. It was really cool to kind of have a background story without having to like regurgitate it. It was just kind of like a reliving yeah. of a moment. And I like how the it was a hallucination instead of anything that was mysticism or anything, and it fit that Amen. character perfectly. Amen. Like a person who's in desperation. And we saw him going through those withdrawals of the pills and everything in the Dude. middle of the cave. Yeah, you know, and like it just <laughs> nature's way. <laughs> you know. This uh, is your rock bottom, as, as we say again. No, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little. And uh, But I mean, also, as soon as that flashlight came on, I was like, hmm, I wonder when was the last time he changed those bad boys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as we found out, not too, it was a long just, time yeah, ago. The desperation and, the, you know, the, they just do a really good, I mean, he's sweating, he's nasty, he's shaking, he's just... Uh, I mean, he, he, kudos, man. He's in a hard place. The guy, the guy, the guy is doing a phenomenal job, and uh, that's why. I, believe it or not, even though Stash got really nowhere for this plot line, I did felt like his his you know his oh. kudos went up in my. Mind. Oh, I mean, he shopped the rankings for me. I mean, yeah. I was out on him two weeks ago. I, I yeah, was I happy he was down. We to were the almost stripping the Stash name, but yes, yeah. the but uh, I felt better after that, you know, in the whole nine yards. You know, of but, course, the kid mysteriously comes back. Well, I mean, but also, like, why was he keeping the sheriff's car in his garage? I guess he was trying. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, could he not have dissolved it or anything? I uh, mean, you know, when when that happened, I thought it was like because you initially me, thought there was no way he calls it in, and I didn't think that he would. Me and, neither. Yeah, no. Um, me personally, you know, I'm thinking as like if you really want to hide evidence of an issue or something like that. You take a bat to your windshield and make it look like punks did something to your yeah. car or cruise or something. Don't leave it like, like looks like you hit something and you're hiding it in the, in the shed of your car. Yeah, you know? I mean, maybe a sheet or something over the car, I you don't know? know. You know, so, you know, reclamation project. You don't park it. I'm just, I'm just putting <laughs> it out there. Maltov. But I think for the show, you needed them to find that. To put a little bit more wheels turning in there. Exactly. Head. There needs to be discrepancy. There needs to be issue. And I think that was part of the whole, they never found the body of the wife. They never did this. Nobody knows. You've got the evidence. And how about it cost $50,000 to rake up a 
pond. Uh, that is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the wrong business. Uh, I mean, yeah. let's go get a boat and, <laughs> That's a, right. and a couple Blue TV podcast nets. and uh, river raking, whatever you want to call it. Wicked tuna <laughs> next week. <laughs> but, I mean, that whole thing. And then just them not immediately charging up the mountain. They were just looking at the car. I mean, they did end up saying, it's like, he would never go up the mountain. But, A, she heard him say, the ferals have my son. And then the car was parked yeah. at the base of the mountain. Not not even that. It was there with the door open. Running. You, you know, running the last time. And that's what blows my mind. And then they're so nonchalant in the city, like, we'll get a search party tomorrow. Yeah. You think 10, 12 guys? That's- tomorrow? It's your sheriff. It's your boss. You <laughs> like, know? I mean. Ugh. He's essentially your mayor. It's that right there town. was off. That was a bridge too far for me. Like, I just kind of felt like you would have more urgency. Well, especially new boy on the scene has yeah, young gun, you know, already good. He's like, I think I can be sheriff. Oh my god! Yo, uh, do we really want to drop fifty thousand? I need that pay raise. Yeah, really. Where's my bonus? You know? <laughs> so you know, I did think that was a little like I would expect a little more desperation, a yeah. little more. Hey, we need to get people together. Da 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 da. Um, so I kind of thought that was strange. But it also could be a situation where you're not trying to announce to the, everybody that your sheriff is missing. You know, it could be a, it's a twice yeah. hold. You, know, you cut one way, you cut the other. You know, sword has, you know, sharp sides, both <laughs> sides, I guess. So I, I get that part to a point. You know, I just feel like the officer didn't show a lot of urgency. He was no. just kind of like, nod, well, we'll get some people next week. Especially since he seems so, like, by the book throughout the entire, yeah, since amen. we've met him. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I thought that was kind of unique. Um. Then, but again, like we said, Caleb's back. Hey, you're good know. kid. You know, I, I was I was here the whole time. Yeah, like, really. I walked back. What's the problem? Where's dad? You know, interesting. Um, and I mean, he's going to lead them to something dangerous soon. Before it's all said and done, I don't know if he's going to go all the way up the mountain or anything. But, I don't know. I think I'm, maybe his sleepwalking that that was it, just to get dad into nature's you know withdrawal program. Uh, I don't. <laughs> You know, I, I, I don't uh, know. I would love to think that's it, but I think that girl, the, sh- the small girl on the mountain, still has a part to play in Caleb's uh, future. Yeah, I, it's possible. I'll give you that. Um, so, talking about uh, the other person that was left in limbo last time was Hassel. Yes. And we come back and... And hey, we weren't the only ones to mispronounce his name. Yeah. You know, old uh, Sally Ann's brother, Hazel Hazel. How about, how about some credentials there? How about some, you know, kudos here? We're not the only momos that, you know, make some mistakes <laughs> around here. So, uh, so they're giving him a beat down. Evidently, this guy's only got a right cross because... Half of I mean, left eye yeah, is the only is. thing damaged. Nothing, nothing. I thought no. he lost the eye at one point. I mean, when it, I was was kinda, it was kind of, it was kind of, yeah. Almost looked like a walker off the walking dead a little bit, you know. <laughs> a little but, Kimbo slice. Yeah. Backyard action. Uh, and so they're giving a little beat down, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, you know, the sheriff's brother in law comes on over and. Such a wet blanket. Like, uh, I mean, how is Bree still getting. No yeah. more liaison for Bree's. Yeah, I, it was. Uh, yeah, and the funny thing is, is that, you know, he was like, stop it, stop it. You know, he, I don't feel like he delivered in this little scene right here. You know, it just didn't, it seemed, it didn't come out right to me. You, I don't you've know seen what him delivers at another point in the show? Yeah, uh, well, I know. You know, old tight khakis has had, has had his moments, but like, 
it just seemed awkward the way he would, you know, like if you were trying to tell people, hey, you need to cut this crap out, da, 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 he just kind of stepped up and like, stop, stop, you know, don't do nothing until I come back. No, no, no. I'm like, do you really leave the three guys who have a person kidnapped in the basement beating to death? <laughs> you just leave them there? Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, like a good idea. When all you were doing was going up to your truck to drive and make a phone call to the coal lady? And where is he driving to? That's right. my other thing. It's like, if you have a situation, you're trying to bring her to yeah. you. You're not trying, you know, I, I yeah. I mean, his whole his whole existence is still puzzling me. He's the only one that they haven't somehow written off yet, yeah. and so I'm hoping that he's got a higher purpose. I just couldn't yeah, well, tell you, you what know, it is. His his whole intention started off one way, and has completely morphed or shifted in a different direction. So I, yeah, I, because I mean, it seemed like they wanted him to be the like we were saying last week, just the guy holding the torch, like let's go. Yeah, and now it's. Hold on, you know. Let me get my flop sweat out of here yeah. and uh, put put a, pump a few brakes. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm not I'm not sure where where they're trying to really go with his character, or he's just a conflicted guy. Like he knows mm-hmm. the only reason he has his job, and he knows what the ultimate goal is, and he's being hoodwinked, and he's but he's doing it because he has to and wants a job. There's a lot. There could be a lot of in depth. I don't going think he's that there. smart. <laughs> You're giving him a lot of credit. I'm trying here. I'm Any trying. man who's willing to bet against his wife, I don't think has those in a public forum. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah good, no. good thing you've already had your kid because I don't think another one's coming. Yeah, there's no doubt. Now then, I will tell you the uh, bringing the coal lady in and just like that, she was a little off her game for the first time. I thought. You know, that's the funny thing is that she she shows up, you know, and I'm expecting. Like, I'm really expecting her to be like, why did you stop them? Exactly. Why did you even corral this? Why, why am I here? Exactly. The whole reason I wanted you to get them drunk and fired up is, is to do something stupid. <laughs> this is exactly what them. I expected. Instead, she gets there like, okay, I guess mm-hmm. this is a problem. Let me go down here and handle this. Da, 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 da. And like how quickly she registered information was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so like it really threw me for her motivations. And then when she throws out the whole offer a job, no, no, no. Let me tell you the thing that blew me away more than anything is the the trifold <laughs> brochure <laughs> for the condo. Here, here's an eco friendly toilet, I'm safe like, flush. You know, oh like God. all these things that I'm thinking is like he doesn't even know what a dishwasher is, and you're trying to sell him. I mean, you know, stay of the art appliances, and yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm just kind of like. Really? You really think this is going to sell him? And then she tries to throw in the Sally Ann doesn't. And oh, just I like, know it. And all she knows about Sally Ann is that she's the sister of the one guy who's giving a beat down. Yeah. She only, and she, she's able to come up with this, you know, whole, hey, she needs a home, you know. And I don't know. I, I didn't care for her pitch. I didn't care for the job offer. I didn't care for any of that part of it. it I thought it was cool that Hassel used it to his advantage. Oh, immediately. You know, I thought that was go- pretty neat. But, Anyone who can go from two fifty to a thousand, yeah, and then immediately know that they're quitting as soon as they get that grand, yeah. Kudos. I mean, he worked. He worked. I just didn't expect her. Realistically, what do you expect from him to be able to do? To be able to do exactly because we we've you've seen he's a few fingers down. Yeah. So I, he, he's not high up the hierarchy. Exactly. I just. I don't know. I, you know, I'm just, I, I'm, there's a, there's a hole, a couple holes there for me to try to understand what the motivation is completely. Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I know what she's trying to do. She want a liaison. You want people to go back and forth. She you wants think you can to buy be, your way to anything, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I get that. But 
if she's as smart as we revere her as and as manipulative as you would also think she's you can't just buy a feral no but i think she's just trying to a he seems the most viable because he has someone down here like in the real town and then also oh uh, she she's taking a shot like i mean yeah. she doesn't have many shots what to, do you have to lose yeah you know so i'll I give you that i just to be honest with you i thought there would be a little i really thought hassle had a chance of possibly being dead i don't understand why they just didn't even grease him while they were drunk at the fence you know? yeah i mean I, we we were still confused by that but also when he was getting the crappy out of him when he said i would like to think they would yeah, that I mean, kind of stuck egging out to him me. on. Yeah, well, that made me kind of think like maybe he doesn't believe that. Maybe the he has plan. Yeah, no. like they wouldn't come down for him. That's true. Very possible. Very possible. Good he, point. Especially since uh, good old Brendan's not a big fan of Hassle. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's not no. a big fan of many people right now on the mountain. No, the, speaking of Brendan, Brendan's got issues. Um, you know, he's got. He's got about six bullets, and there's a lot more people than six up on that mountain. <laughs> that six-shooter is a couple rounds shy. You he, know. He's going to need that AK at full full <laughs> tilt here in a minute. because, And, I mean, they foreshadowed the entire scene for the second one, just with how Asa came up. They're sitting there playing some dice. And being goofballs, yeah. yeah. I mean, just being kids essentially. I mean, I remember that, that's how I passed time, you yeah. know, all through school. And then by the second time it comes around, the thing that stuck out with me was when he got that batch, he comes out, he's like, I told you to keep a lookout for anyone who you think might have fire coming after me. Why would the guy who made you a special batch of wine? be trying to kill you yeah, like, what makes uh, you think that he is going to be the one to come and get you yeah i mean he even clarified it saying you know they come up here with fire you to shoot them but i mean like uh, that's one of their cousins carrying a jug yeah that you ordered exactly and so how paranoid are you at this point we are severely paranoid and and then we you know we shoot the boy <laughs> his other leg i mean <laughs> insult insult to injury here well i mean that wrestling was an insult to injury <laughs> oh, that <Yeah>. was awful <laughs> they, they deserve uh, to be shot just off of that alone. yeah really we gotta we gotta work on that that presence there you know but i'll be honest with you with all that encompassing and all that and everything like that you know the thing that's driving me bonkers about you know Big Foster is Guinevere. You oh, know? she's playing him like a fiddle. It's getting fine tuned <sighs> and everything. Gosh, man, you know, just the thing she, you know. Did you catch the end uh, glass of tea when she was making him tea for the last time of the episode? There's a little like little medicine thing sitting on the cabinet that she uh, slowly put back into her pocket. Really? So it looks like I completely missed that. You think she's? Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily it? poisoning him or anything that kind of drives that paranoia, but she's definitely putting a little special something something in that tea. I heard that. Now, well, you know that kind of adds a little spice to the story there. Yeah. I like that. And in the first time, you know, like after Asa comes up, she's like, "Your tea's getting cold." You know, she she's pushing it on them every time that they're. That is together. a great great point. It was a great point. For all we know, we're blindly watching the slow demise. You know, and I mean that that's her power play because she's agreeing with everything he's saying. She's giving the big speeches like after the uh, meeting, she gives the big speech and everything. She holds out her hand 
for him to come and grab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, she's putting it on, and the whole kind of teary-eyed, and I want you to kill him. And oh. The whole, you know, she's bringing it, you know. That, that one caught me off guard a little bit. Right. Just a little bit, because she does want Asa off the mountain for some reason. Yeah, she's uh, she's selling it. You know, I just, like you said, I was kind of curious what her end game was, but since you brought up the little vial and stuff like that, I could definitely see that she's yeah. maybe, like you said, and it makes more sense. If you make him more paranoid, he's going dist- to create a distance between anybody and everybody, and eventually they'll all revolt against him. Which, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that by the end of the yeah. pod, but... It definitely it, adds to where they're going. I'm really glad that it started to happen because when Lady Ray was like, I want you to be Brennan, she had Guinevere had like, what, three or four bad episodes, and we were sitting here like that just came at an awkward time. It really did. And now we're starting to see like, okay, well, I'm starting to see again what you saw in her, Lady Ray. You, you yeah, might have absolutely. put this in the right hands. Absolutely. And so on. Now, the the whole situation, you know, what did you think about the whole like town hall meeting where they addressed the you know Big Foster about how this hot lead getting this boy's leg and da 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 da? This kind of seemed like a a put off situation. Like I don't even know if it was necessarily necessary for the episode. I I liked it just for the seat reason that we got to see the circle again. You know, just to see I it was important because it showed that Big Foster didn't care about traditions. He didn't care about hierarchy, checks and balances and everything, and it led to the end of the episode. Yeah, I think, to me, the only purpose they did that was just to have a final straw break for everybody to say, he's got to go. Yeah, I think it was for that, and like I said, to give Guinevere another power play in the episode. You know, but I'm I'm almost afraid. Do you do you think Guinevere is a part of the circle's plan, or do you think she's just playing her own game and not realizing she's getting distancing herself out? I think she is the circle. Okay. I mean, I think that she's in everyone's ear without being in the ear. Like she's somehow leading by example. And well, it's just that whole thing of are you with me? You know, yeah. when she was helping that boy, you know, is she pulling the strings in her own little way? You oh, know, getting information here, there, and what yonder, you know. She's being a perfect puppet master right now. Yeah. I, I'm really seeing that having a really cool effect, like a big reveal of, oh, by the way, you're not really in charge anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and and so on. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's starting to make me feel like we're not going to have David Morris for season two. I'm starting uh, to really get that strong vibe now because I don't see anything redemptive out of this. No. Um <laughs> He's, to be honest with you, I mean, realistically, he, he's he got to go. I think we're, we're, he keeps talking about these traditions that his dad did. Yeah. Marrying, taking woman, doing this, that. The other tradition is is going and playing with fire and dying from it. Yeah, that's very true. Unless, uh, you know, we want to follow those footsteps. But also, his dad had a few kids. True. I, I mean, is smoking The way hot. he's got to be coming up soon. I'm telling you, as smoking hot as Guinevere is, like that, I just don't see him consummating the marriage. I got news for you. It, I mean, I'm just putting it out there. I, I don't see it also, but also, did did you think Guinevere was that tatted up? This was the no. first time I well, saw well, any we of got, her we tattoos. Got a, we got a lot more skin this we episode. Did. And a much tighter top and a few mm-hmm. other things. We were showing our assets. Let me just put it that way. Yes. and In a big way. Yeah. And so, I don't know what the significance was, but she's trying to look more you know, promiscuous or whatever. I don't know. You know, it was the part of our game. Yeah. Maybe know? she's trying to win the All I know is it was working on a lot of a lot yes. of men that are watching television. I can tell you that because uh, I'm raising my hand. You know? <laughs> and uh, 
So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Um, but I'll tell you, the thing that leads it into, and like I said before, and gosh, it's tough for me to talk about, and that's Ryan Hurst and yeah. little Foster, is that, you know, on the preview, it showed him walk up with that double-barrel shotgun, and I'm just like, I'm over pumping my fist, I was, I was like, excited. do it, you know, do it. Like you said, they build that tension and everything. I was yeah. ready to go, do waiting it. for the scene. Yeah, and, and then it showed up, and I was like, is this the same scene? Yeah. Is this what I saw in the trailer? Yeah, you know, and I'm just like, all right, okay, we got the double-barrel on him, we yeah. got it, you know, he's like, shoot Coming me, like, up. All right, is he going to do it? I'm like, no, nah, we're not going to lose David Morris right here. But he could pull the trigger and wound him badly. Yeah. Or well, the double barrel. There's yeah. no wounding badly. This is this true. Point. We can take an arm off, you know. And just, so I was kind of like, then again, it could just completely stun us and go ahead and kill David Morris right here and there in front of everything. And you know, like Twitter, social media, everything would like have that exploded. Would just exploded. And. And then uh, it would have gone I was like still stunned. Yeah. By the end of the scene, I was stunned. Yeah. So then it doesn't happen, yeah. which is kind of expected. Yeah. And then he puts the gun to his chin. I'm like, mm, no. Mm, and that was the first not time. Not liking this turn. That was the first time you see Big Foster's face go kind of even wider than he already is because he's like, I'm I'm about to lose my namesake. Did you feel like he actually had a you know, he had a heart right there like Oh, no, son, don't do it. Yeah, I, I I fully believe he wanted to reach out and prevent that. Yeah, I think the expression I read was like, don't do it. Yeah, like yeah. this was the first time we saw him have love for him since, I, I think maybe the first time in the entire series. Uh, maybe. Maybe in the first episode there. Maybe the first bit, episode, but, yeah, was about it, yeah. Um, but then when he pulled the trigger and I saw the flame smoking, I was like, no! no! And then all of a sudden it went, you know, I was like, oh, wait a minute. It was just a dud, you know? And I was kind of like, oh, God. I was relieved and also like a little, yeah, I was was wanting that. You know what? This wouldn't be the worst thing. Just to have, just finally have that big explosion that we've been craving. Yeah. To me, I was hoping like he would just pull it back from his face and go, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. Your day's coming. Or oh, something. God. That, that, a, that is a lie. That is. Yeah, you know, you know, make make it a threatening situation, yeah. you know. We're like, all right, now we're drooling again. Instead, we pull the trigger, the gun malfunctions. We go away scathing, holding our hand because we burned it. And I was like, wonk, wonk, Complete wonk. meltdown. I mean, do we yeah. just want to go into the next uh, Ryan Hurst scene? Yeah. Get it out of the way? Yeah. And th- so that's how we end that scene, which, don't get me wrong, he did a superb job yeah, acting. He did a superb acted. job showing, like, he was a man apart. He was broken. He it was, was just a desperate. tough to watch. Yeah. And, you know, you just don't want it to have for your, one of your favorite characters. Because I'm really seeing it hard for him to be able to rise the clan around him at this yeah, point. Yeah, you know, that's the, that's the thing is that, you know, I don't see him being leader to, leadership material whatsoever. So what role is he to become for me to love this new character? Possibly martyr by the end of the season. Yeah, and that's scary. I mean, that's I mean, really we, scary. We can't risk losing the top two actors of the show. Yeah, I mean, I, give me that. And so, and then, like you said, later on, the hanging. Yeah. I mean, oh, God. I mean, just like I almost, I almost turned away on the scene. I mean, I'm sitting there. I was like, yeah. I mean, they're not gonna let him. Oh, that, that thing's wobbling pretty. I was like, oh no. no. And then it finally kicked away, and I was like, this yeah, is it. This is. I was just shaking my head, and I was just kind of like, and then the the convenience of Asa showing up at that time and everything. You know what I mean? There was just <laughs> and Asa almost didn't get the uh, old axe out of the <laughs> yeah. wood. I mean. I don't know. I just, 
again, it goes back to the emotional expectations of the character. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, it's one, it's bad enough that you see him burn his hand trying to commit suicide one time. And it's then to go try to hang himself. Hang again. Oh, going over two. How bad do you, you know, have to feel? Exactly. Is he, is third time a charm? Does he, I mean, does he give it another go? You realize it's not only that it's sad and pathetic that he was trying to kill himself, that he, he can't failed. even accomplish it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, it, all I mean, it brought me back to was an episode of House. Like six seasons in, he was at like a little thing and he had to play basketball against the people and to get past them, he's just destroyed everybody. He looks at the final person and goes, you can't even commit suicide. God doesn't even want you. It was just, oh, man. And that's how I felt for good old little Foster was. Yeah. Nobody uh, wants you right now. Yeah, except I mean, he for is on an island. Asa, who picks him up, builds him, and he's slowly making a play. I know. Uh, it, you and know, if he gets it's, little Foster behind him. Yeah. You know, luckily, Asa has been very lucky with this opportunity, you know, situation, you know. With every one of the, every, everybody character, he's getting into his you know his court. And he's I, like, I don't know. Spending six months in that cage doesn't seem very opportunistic. Yeah. Well, he was he was under orders. Yes. So it's quite a bit different. You know, it's not like little Foster who takes a nap for you while you go kill your mama. And, and yeah. he's technically banished. This is true. This is true. But he's been at the camp plenty for a banished man. Outskirts. Out, <laughs> we haven't seen his house in a while. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. But so. We could talk about Asa. So Asa, you know, he's come back. He's given the, the AK. He has this really cool scene with David Morris and Big Foster. Of course, he's going to point the gun at him, and of course, yeah. he's going to pull the trigger. You know, quit Didn't playing. stun him at all. Yeah. No. Only got stunned by the Queen comment, which I forgot that he wasn't there and didn't know Yeah, about I mean, it. he's definitely technically out of the loop, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like, she accepted it. And, and, and she so, played it perfectly. She does. I mean, she's she's... Gwen, you know, she's bringing her A game. Um, so he's concocted this plan of, all right, I'm going to go buy more fire. And I'm still interested to see how this all plays out. Like, we we don't have that end game with him. Like, how's he, what's he going to do with all these guns? Exactly. I mean, if he's not planning on actually giving them, but it's sure showing him work hard to get them. Yes. You know, so what is the purpose here? You know, I don't understand – how having these guns is going to change or being in game. Yeah. So like, like I said, there's a, we're missing parts of the puzzle here. You know, it's that long game being played again, which is hopefully going to end in a huge finale. I really hope so. I hope it's more than not just one episode. Finale. Yeah. I hope it's a long going. Like a two or three parter. Exactly. Or you know. possibly even just starting next week getting the thing. I hope so. I mean, we. I mean, I really do, but I don't see it happening, especially now that they've dragged out Stash's situation. We don't have no no light at the end of the tunnel of finding him. What looks do like. you think we have a martyr coming soon? Someone just either running up or down the hill and sparking all of this. Well, if you really think about it, the only deaths we have are the original sheriff, which was a complete shocker and stunner, <sighs> amazing, complete Loved amazing. It. And the other one the is little boy. Know, it's a boy who gets Elon. hit by Stash's car, you know. Well, no, and uh, Elon. Oh, was. yeah, Elon, yeah, and, and so on. And so I'm waiting on a character that we've somebody's fallen in love with or done, you know. I, I don't think they're going to do like a Walking Dead where you have to slowly kill characters <laughs> off to create the drama and effect. Da, da, da. But No, I don't think we're there yet. But, you know, another thing is, too, is like we said before, is I'm concerned that if you kill a character, does that put it into a situation where state police and other higher-ups get involved and da 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 And so maybe that's the reason we don't have those things yeah. happening. 
Um, I I think the only way state police comes in is if it's one of the sheriffs or something is murdered by the actual clan and there's proof. It has to, it has to create, it has to cross that line. Yeah. And so I'm not real sure. You know, I, now I, I was really hoping that, like I said, this past episode would be the boiling point that goes over and creates the the coal people, the town versus the mountain. You know, it's like we have one side versus this side. But it, it doesn't look like we're trying to get there, you know, anytime soon. No. You know, it really feels like we're trying to focus more on the characters, their story arcs. We're developing it, a lot of people. We're developing a ton. And really the story is more about overthrowing the Brennan you know that's what the story is right now it's not what's really taking a back seat is the the coal company and the people wanting jobs yeah you know and which is kind of surprising because that felt like that was the main premise the main antagonist and you know and everybody was working towards stopping that and now we're really not have they finished filming already like is it all filmed I would imagine so if we only have four episodes left I would definitely think that it's all all filmed and done up because I was thinking maybe, you know, they didn't know if they had the second season and they've kind of elongated it now. That's a good point. But, you know, like we said before, I don't see them creating no. a second season that it continues the same central problem. We we didn't initially, but now it's starting to slowly think that that could it's be. It's very possible because we the central problem seems to have changed. Mm-hmm. You know, which at I least mean, it to me, or the central problem has kind of taken a back seat to the new problem. And I'm all for more mountain time. Yes, by, by all really. means. Don't get me wrong. Now, the city folk has been pretty funny, especially when you strip naked from drinking feral wine. Oh man! And I mean, I was cracking up <laughs> as soon as he was drinking and going down Just there, and he started slowly. taking his shoes off. I was like, Oh yeah, we're about to have us. We're gonna have a, a hilarious scene. And they showed every bit. Of his ass. Oh, gosh. Uh, Dimply and all. Got the cauliflower. The works. I I now know more about that man than I ever needed to in my life. Bottom line is is that there's millions of people out in the world that never expected to see that ass. And they got them full eye full, let me tell you. And And I want to go ahead and apologize for everybody's eyes who had to witness (laughs) this, you know. But, I mean, yet again, way to go WGN. A, you showed a male, which doesn't happen a lot. And B... Yeah, there's still a lot more cussing going on in this episode. They're definitely they're definitely pushing those limits that, and I'm happy to see it. Yeah, you know, Walking uh, Dead. Everyone else, pay attention. This now, is how hey, you make. I will tell you, Walking Dead has started doing a lot of cussing. They now haven't thrown the f bomb out there okay. yet, but they have been doing the the profanity has risen to try to escalate with the the missing gap that people I think have been complaining about. So it's coming. Now everybody's on board. But WGN is definitely being a trendsetter with the way they're going with the, with this program. So I'm definitely digging Big props, that. WGN, Outsiders. Yeah, amen on that one. Um, so Asa's new deal is, yeah, he gets this wine, and he wants to go down there, and they mason jar it, which is unique. And they go to take it to this, okay, is this like, do we think this is Aryan Brotherhood? This is a, a state militia? Do we think this is a, I think it's just one of those survivor camps. I think so too. You know, I didn't. I didn't see like swastikas. No. I didn't see you know certain flags or colors or anything like that. It just looked like good old survivor camp. Good old survivor camp, and yeah, I mean, and the deal falls fun. through. You know, we got. You know, I can't. I can't help you. You know, we're not a liquor store. Well, I mean, that, that guy, twenty nine hours, you know, playing the best Call of Duty of his life. I. I don't. 
Okay. I might need that performance enhancer. Did that guy look like he was in the age status to be a Call of Duty gamer? Is there an age status for Call of Duty gamers? <sighs> Good question. You might have got me on that one. I'm just saying that when you look at that person and that character, did you feel like he was the type of person who sat there and watched and played Call of Duty on a video game system? No, my bigger worry was, did he have high-speed internet? <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, amazing question, <laughs> amazing. Because at the survivalist camp, I severely yeah. doubt they had. Because I mean, the Magic Jack's not getting you yeah. a 44 kill streak. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. You know, I was like, uh, wow, that's such a solid <laughs> question. Because I mean, you know, look, we got a fence compound. Yeah. I mean, I, I just severely doubt you know, they had. You know, it's a base case scenario. We're we're slinging DSL here. You <laughs> did, know? did Comcast make their time for once? <laughs> we, the important questions. Yeah. But no, I, I really like that town, or I really like that community and everything, and I'm hoping they're going to play a big part in this. You know, the funny thing is, is that instead of, you know, arming the mountain, if you got that survivalist group yeah. with the mountain, is their soldiers, you know, like, hey, you're taking away the freedom these people want to live and what we want to try to be like. Um... That that's could, not going to happen because <laughs> you can bring the state police at that point. Yeah, really. they're, they're at a disadvantage. We're not going to attract that kind of attention. No, you know? and so, so I think they have a big part to play in. That's true. You know, it really, really could. So it was kind of a unique element to add to the show because it really could kind of spice up that there's 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 a a third part or a triangle effect here. Yeah, of you know how things are going to go. It's so. just weird that this town has a mountain clan, a city. Well, a city in quotation marks. And then you have a survivalist group. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot going on here. We're learning more. There's there's more in-depth to the entire area, and for we, sure. You know, we're slowly starting to figure out how big this town is. Exactly. Now, do you feel like selling the mason jars for $60, $70? To me, this seems like a long-term investment and for what needs to be a short-term goal. Uh, well, I mean, maybe. I, I don't know how much an AK runs for, to be honest with you, uh, uh, on the black market. Gosh, I would I, I would think would, it's like 500 or at so. At minimum. At the minimum, in my mind. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean. And so, I mean, in rounds and stuff, so, and they had, what, approximately 24 jars, roughly? Give or take. So, we're, we're looking at. Well, it looked like they were going to give them all the jars, for AKs. Yeah. So how many AKs for the jars? I don't know. Because he only got one AK for one jug. I mean, he's trying to buy And he only brought two jugs and divided them up. So we're talking two more AKs? I mean, come on. I don't know. I'm trying to do the math here. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, was he hoping to get an AK for every little mason jar? Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. But that that's a bit of a problem. But he got a quick, I'm going to say 800 from ha uh, Hazel or Hassel. Yeah. Good quick 800 combined with they sold two jars at least. So, I mean, we're closing on a grand in a hurry. We are, you know. So, like, again, it still goes back to, in our opinion, our estimation, two AK. Yes. <laughs> so, we're 97 short. So And yeah. also, Asa coming up with the technology again, dropping Bitcoin. Yes. Very few people already know about Bitcoin. Yes. And so... And I will give you, it was a kind of a good comic relief and so on. Oh, I, I was laughing. Yeah. I, but I was then, you know, my up. brain came back to, as always, 
how smart is Asa? You know, I'm gonna go ahead and say I think this guy is pretty top notch. I mean, he, he's, he's got to be naturally a genius. I mean, he's he's bringing a lot to the. It's not just about reading and writing. The guy's got it all. Yeah. You know? I mean, if he, he was break born on security, the streets, he can fly drones. We know what bitcoins are. You know? Breaks in with a knife. Yeah. I mean, he broke uh, into Sally Ann's house quick in a hurry, and then we just see the knife sitting there. Yeah. No, no doubt. No, no doubt. So. You know that that's that's pretty neat, and you know, and I, I'm okay with it. I'm happy yeah. that he's that intuitive and that you know. I just want to know. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm completely. I want okay more with background of what he was doing. Yes. Life, you know, for ten years. So, like you said, we end up in Sally and house and so on. So how about the hairdo? Stunning the. You Glad know, to see it. I mean, it was kind of really Sun unique. Out, throw out. Let's yeah, get it. I mean, let it loose and. I was happy to see Sally Ann again. It was, I was missing her as a character. And I thought this was one of her stronger episodes. It was. She I, was a very strong character. Um I I enjoyed her I enjoyed seeing her revelation that Hassel did things that caused him to lose the fingers For just to her. go on a date. You know, if you put you know in mm-hmm. perspective. And you just see her reaction to it of like, oh, wow, you know, what he would do for me, you know. Um, honestly, him and her talking, Asa and Sally Ann talking, was probably what, my favorite scene of the episode. Yeah. Just yeah. her learning more about him, learning about Asa, and then kind of understanding the commitment that she's going to have to make if she wants to be with Hassel. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely absolutely and because like he was just like hey you know you have to help him and look out for him she's like what do you mean he was like this grand thing we call civilization he knows nothing about it yeah he's completely oblivious and like he's slowly registering to her like oh man this is this is a commitment and by the end of the episode she's all for it boy is she (laughs) boy is she i mean like she's a cute girl and then you know him on that couch and just say, come here. And she's got her tight jean pants mm. on. And there, you know, there's a lot of folks out there excited. And I just, I mean, it felt so true. So, do we want to give her some feral wine? Yeah. I mean, like, it was, you know, it's funny. Like, when you're a younger guy and you got a girlfriend, da 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 da, and the whole nine yards, it seemed so realistic just to say, just want you to take your shirt off. Yeah. And she's like, all right. <laughs> you know, I was like, that right there is so true. It is so on the money. You know, that kind of line and that kind of perspective seems so authentic compared to the guy going, well, I played Call of Duty for 29 hours, <laughs> you know, called in seven Apache choppers from, you know, kill straight. I'm like, uh, you're 40 and I, you know, I just I don't, just, don't see it. Uh, you, you know, you're, you can definitely tell you're regurgitating lines from a script and you don't know what you really you don't what think you're he was about. heating up a uh, pizza rolls in the microwave at <sighs> two o'clock in the morning. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I d- I don't know. It just the, the difference in believability of what was happening yeah. versus scenes. You know, Sally Ann stuff was awesome. It was on the money. It was. It felt real. It felt authentic. I loved it. I mean, um, the actors are phenomenal. That's why I say. I mean, they've done a really, really good job with the casting on this situation. I mean, everything down from the director, writer, the core group, the cast. I mean. I constantly have no problems telling people how much I really enjoy how the show is production. You know, I mean, I together. look forward to Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights every exactly. week. I mean, yeah, it's some of my favorite times and so on. You know, other than that in the episode, I mean, you know. Well, I mean, we get Asa climbing back up to the mountain after he saved little Foster. And then right after that, he's still holding the torch. Or no, I guess he's dropped the torch by then. 
mm-hmm. and the good old uh, winemaker, yeah, old cousin, yeah, comes and grabs them. Yeah, follow me, and then we get the whole. All right, are you are you uh, are you ready to be? You know, you want to be a part yeah. of us or against us? Well, we're Brendan's making a move, go. and I was interested. I kind of wanted to hear him say no, just to see what would have happened. I knew it. And, and I, I loved he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, mean, I was me, like, not, there's no other word. If he had said, absolutely, or yeah, or anything like that, I'd been like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Call of Duty again. <laughs> but no, it was like, Gid, Gid, y'all was perfect. I mean, that's what I wanted to hear. I mean, I knew that's what I was going to hear. Yeah. But I mean, I wanted to know what would have happened if he had said no. And like, yeah, I know. I know. But, uh, it was a good way to end the episode. It shows you that we were going to have, in, you know, internal turmoil and so on. And that's what made me believe that David Morris is just not going to be a season two actor. I oh, just, man. Oh, man. I hate to tell you, that is, you know, that is just the bold prediction. And yeah. it is gut-wrenching. I mean, I've, I stayed strong with it for a while. I think last week, you know, I, I thought David Morrissey was going to stay. But if he does go... I will still be throwing I told you so's all throughout the re- recap of the ser- of the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, blow it out your backside. I don't want to Oh, hear absolutely. <laughs> over and over. You know, there are some other little details here and there in the show and like that, but overall, like I said before, you know, I started off strong. It was emotional expectations. You know, that made me feel like it was like go 7 out of 10, you know. Yeah, gotta so, let go of Opie. Gotta let go of Opie. Krista was right. Several other people, you know, talked to me and so on. And So after I, you rewatched it, what'd you give it? 7.1? <sighs> no, I didn't give it 7.1. Okay. 7.5. <laughs> no, no, um, uh, no, I mean, I, I bumped it up a little bit. You know, I just, you know, it. it's just hard for me to pull that emotional expectation because Ryan Hurst is just that yeah. guy to me you know if you were going to say who your favorite character is or your favorite actor on the show Ryan Hurst is my guy you know what I mean he is the number one reason I was watching the show you know and strongly followed by David Morris and so right now David Morris is yeah he's shooting the moon for doing what he's doing but he's the bad guy oh. you know what I mean and then you have Ryan Hurst and you want him to be the the hero and the all of that He's pathetic. Oh, he's awful. You know, you know, we can't. But he's ha- played it beautifully. Yeah, he's doing a great job. But dang it, I don't want him to be the pathetic <laughs> character. You know, and so I wish. Here, here's here's the barest comparison. I, you know, I was talking to somebody at work. I wish that Ryan Hurst, Little Foster, had the admiration and the wherewithal as that Hassel does. Mm. Imagine if he had that kind of love right now as a character on the show. Not necessarily that he's with Sally Ann or like that. I'm just talking about like Hassel is revered. Yes. His own fan clubs. Hassel Honey is the whole nine yards. Da, 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 da. Ryan Hurst has got, you know, <laughs> he's got Ryan, his original Ryan Hurst group. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. He's got a hotline out for him, you know, there, you know there's, to make no, sure he's there's okay. no derivative of outsiders that's like, oh my God, you know, Little Foster is most, you know, mm. No. no, there's no little Foster fan club right now. There isn't exactly, but, and dang it, there needs to be. I mean, you should start it, get it going. Well, we quit being the pathetic. We'll, <laughs> we will, you know. And it's not Ryan Hurst's fault. They're just writing yeah. it. I mean, like I tweeted Ryan Hurst and outside of WN, and I said Ryan Hurst deserves better than what <laughs> y'all are doing to him, you know. And that is straight fanboy talk, you know. I want this guy to come out, you know, Opie style, which I know I'm not supposed to say or do, you know. Da, da, da. You know, but it's time for him to come out of the shell. It's time to break a mold of patheticness 
and move forward. Now, the preview does kind of show him turn to the dark side, you know, not with lightsabers and stuff. I'm talking about like he really does go dark, but um, the preview. Now he's got a little bit of that demon like Asa does yeah, in him. The, the preview is not what I expected. Well, I'll I mean, be honest with you. I mean, the, I really kind of felt like, you know, we were going to see some manipulations going on in the background, some different things like that. Instead, it looks like we're going to focus more on a wedding, like a red wedding off of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean. You know what I mean? I mean. Big things happening, you know. I mean, that's kind of the new trend now, you know. Saw a little John Wilkes booth at the theater. Exactly. You know, he pulled his, you know, his little pot shooter out. <laughs> you know, the, I mean, could that pistol have looked any smaller in his hands? Oh, my gosh. And the way he was holding it, there was no classic gaming going on No. Here. I mean, give me a break. You know, it was such terrible, terrible posture. <laughs> terrible posture. But, so, I'm, you know. I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm not a fan of that scene because I don't see it coming to fruition. Yeah, you know what I mean. So something's going to go wrong. Exactly. You know, I'm. A, I hate to tell you that. You know, if he even does pull the trigger, he'll hit Guinevere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It'll be another example of yeah. oh my bad, my bad, shot my woman. <laughs> you know. Oh man. I'm just you know. So I'm really, really. Calls heads or tails. A coin lands in the middle. Oh gosh, I'm just. I'm kind of really concerned. So I'm hoping the preview doesn't. Do you think the wedding happens? Do you think it actually goes through and everything and she's his queen? I want to say yes. I think so too. And I say yes to say that it's kind of like a cool way of when he's gone, however he's out of power, yeah, she gets she it. is in charge. And that makes more sense. Oh, that I mean, that makes a lot more sense. I didn't even really have a reason. I just thought in my gut it was right. going to happen. And that just makes more sense to me. You know, I'm just, I think the, the big question marks is, is how is he dethroned from power? Mm -hmm. What's really going to happen with little Foster? And whether or not are we actually going to get to the actual conflict between the mountain and the city? Those are my three big questions. And mm, I'm interested to see. I think she takes him down out of power. I think that's going to happen by the end of the season. It's very possible. Um, I don't know how we're going to get the people from the town into the mountain or vice versa. Yeah, I mean. I, I think the witch still has a lot of thing, a lot, lot of cards to play. Yeah. And, and I'm really curious on how where the stash goes from here. If does he get out of the cave? Yeah, well, I mean, the previous showed him finding an air vent tube or like that, but I just like I said, I'm really, really trying to figure out. And I'm, a, I'm not a walkie-talkie expert by any means, but wouldn't that frequency still work? To me, I would think so, but maybe when he gets the air tube, we can actually get something. I don't know because I mean, I thought he could. I mean, I know they don't have the greatest distance. But, I mean, he could have gotten up that high in the mountain. I'm with you. So, I mean. It didn't seem like he got far. But, you know, who knows? For all you know, that, that there are mine shafts or something that interferes. You know, all those things are plausible. If I'm anyone's not. an expert, please let us know. <laughs> yeah, uh, really. I, I would love well, to. Um, yeah, I, I'm all about it. But I have I, faith in all writers. They, they yes, have I, I have faith. Peter Matei and the rest of them, I have faith that they're going to really – because this was kind of a curveball to me a little bit in some points, you know, the way they're going with certain characters. So I'm Lots really, small really details in this episode. You saw the dress. We had the vial. Right, right, know. right. You know, things that I know other shows would like 
zoom the camera in and watch the hand <laughs> dump the vial. Exactly. This one's very more subtle and you know, you got to keep a keen eye. And they so want on. you paying attention there in the show. Exactly. Like you know, it. they have a, they're, they're subtle Easter eggs mm-hmm. all throughout and so on. And I bet you there was more we've missed. And so if somebody's seen more, inform us. Let us know. Speaking of Easter eggs, we, Easter on Sunday. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So happy Easter, everybody. But if we, yeah. so we won't be telling y'all until after, you know, on our next show. But uh, other than that, I got nothing. You got anything else on this one? I've got nothing. All right, fuel tanks on empty, hitting the fumes. Guys, as always, we really appreciate y'all listening to the show. Uh, we we are, believe it or not, our hits are hitting higher and higher every week. Seems like we're gaining stuff. Right now, we have three actors on the show that are following us and conversing with us, and we're super excited about that. Um, we're hoping to maybe even get some interviews soon. Looking forward to seeing those kind of opportunities and be able to add that to our content to the show. Um and just really, really excited to see how this show is blue, you know, blossoming and how we're being a part of it. I mean, just today we got contact from Outsiders WN yep. through Twitter and stuff. It's talking about, you know, they're excited that we're potting them and that, you know, we're supporting them. And, uh, you know, it's a mutual relationship. And so this really could turn into something big for both of us. And uh, we're pretty excited to be a part of it. And I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy y'all getting to listen and be a part of it. And, and so tell your friends, you know, <laughs> as always. But. Uh, you know, you can always reach us at, at Bleed TV Podcast on Twitter, Bleed TV Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page. We have a Podbean page, which is an awesome, awesome podcast web hosting site. Uh, very We're not even being paid by them. We just love them. Yeah, I mean, I'm just being honest. I mean, we pay them to use our <laughs> service, and, you know, and it is just so easy, just so user-friendly. And, um, you know, so if you're a guy, you know, or a girl who's trying to do a little podcast like that, highly recommend but like I said, if you ever have a chance to hit iTunes, Stitcher, or something like that, give us a positive review. It helps us with search engine search and everything else. And so we always appreciate it. But other than that, guys, I think we're going to call it a night. Uh, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Cash with a big gig gig, y'all. Yeah. See y'all next week.